diabetes. Um, it is a big cause of death. Type 1, insulin-dependent, autoimmune, genetic, environmental factors. Type 2, non-insulin-dependent, older age, obesity, fam history, impaired glucose tolerance, physical inactivity, risk. Um, I think this is like more acquired by lifestyle type 2. Gestational usually um, resolves after pregnancy, but it's during pregnancy. Um, signs, frequent urination, excessive thirst, unexplained weight loss, extreme hunger, vision, sensory fatigue, dry skin, slow healing wounds, wounds, um, diabetic ulcers is a sign, increased rate of infection. I think the big thing though is urination and excessive thirst. I've seen that on a couple questions. Prevent physical activity, nor, um, uh, yeah, have a normal body weight. Sequence of diabetes. It starts with fatigue, urinary disturbance, vision, neuropathy, connective tissue problems like dupatrins, poor general health, hypoglycemia, low blood sugar. A diabetic coma or a hypoglycemic crisis. Uh, these are metabolic emergencies. Vagueness, dizziness, tachycardic, pale, weak, uh, sweating. If conscious, give them sugar. If unconscious, get medical care immediately. So, I don't know if it would be a hyperglycemic crisis, I think. Or no, hypoglycemic is not enough sugar. Hyperglycemic is too much. Either way, both are bad. Um, but hypoglycemic, I think, is when you see people, like, if they were to faint or pass out. But hyperglycemic is a metabolic emergency. I don't know why. Oh, and then hyperosmolar coma. I think that's a diabetic coma. Um, Support, thirst, polyuria, neurological abnormalities. I don't know. These all kind of sound the same. They're just anything with hypo something. Call 911 and give them um, insulin. It says for hyposolar smaller coma and ketoacidosis, which is ketoacidosis is dehydration, rapid and weak breath, and acetone breath. Um, it says the call 911, IV, and insulin are required. Rehab, preventative exercise, education on compliance and need for medical management with insulin and sugar management, lifestyle readjustment. Uh, the main things, vision, sensory, managed disease. Obesity, excess body fat, BMI, weight over height, overweight is 25 to 29.9, obesity 30, greater than 30, morbid obesity greater than 40. It's a national health problem, health risks, hyperlipidemia, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, stroke, result, premature death a lot of the time. Um, you're at risk for a lot of other stuff too, but I didn't list it. Abdominal obesity, um, it's the worst when the... Obesity is centrally accumulating, so it's in the central, and it's an independent predictor of morbidity and mortality. Health disparity, there's a lot of things that could cause this. Social, money, job, family background, behavioral, eat, your behaviors, eating, comfort foods, cultural, food love, larger body valued in some cultures, environmental, lack of time, resources, no gyms, physiologically, diet, metabolic imbalance. Uh, etc. Prevention, um, ways 
raise awareness through community-driven options, habits, tertiary focuses on occupational needs after. Um, the sequence is areas of occupation first uh, are affected, and then symptoms of Pain, limited community mobility, and low activity tolerance follow. So first, ADLs are affected by obesity. Then uh, there's more musculoskeletal symptoms and other things. Rehab, uh, mainly lifestyle redesign. Activity-focused exercise program uh, through personal interest and positive meaning. Self-monitor, heart rate, perceived rate of exertion, coaching, counseling, um, just overall support. Inpatient rehab, make sure you have appropriate equipment, bariatric equipment, heavy-duty wheelchair, extra wide, extra weight capacity, Hoyer lift. Um, I googled it. It said 500 to 1,000 pounds, but um, yeah, just, oh, there's also bariatric gait belts, just little things like that, bariatric walkers. Um, I don't know if you'll need to know the exact numbers, but just things to consider. Uh, common comorbidities, cardiopulmonaries, short, uh, shortness of breath, high BP, angina, biomechanical, increased risk for ortho injuries, pressure ulcers due to shear forces and immobility, that's a big thing, pressure relief is a big thing if they can do it by themselves or get in changing positions, heat intolerance, hyperthemia, exhaustion, and lymphedema, cellulitis, Skinfold, dermatitis, um, and risk the practitioner of injuring themselves. I'm going to shortly go over Lyme disease, just the things to remember. It affects the joints. You could get a bullseye rash, which is a circular red rash that comes one day to one month. Um, symptoms normally come later. Early on, it's just fatigue, headache, chills, fever, swollen limbs. Later, it's numb, pain, Bell's palsy, which is the facial drooping. Um, and the hand problems, meningitis, CNS involvement, H heart, heart rate problems, bowel and bladder, um, arthritis, mo- knees most commonly affected. So joints are the big thing. Uh, for joint pain and swelling, rest, anti-inflammatory, PAMS, energy conserve, following flare, uh, introduce normal activities. Uh, neutral, warmth, and PAMS are good. Uh, stress management, adapted techniques, avoid triggers. Bell's palsy to treat. Um, you can use a facial sprint to prevent asymmetry. E-stim for denervated muscles. Finger use to help feed, um, open the mouth because you can't open your mouth with Bell's palsy. And yeah, yeah, so Bell's palsy in general, just remember face, I think, is the most important part about that. It's like droopiness of one size, you can't open your mouth. Um, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to talk about in this one.